Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. This is Ben Tyler Corey for America's Diesel Podcast. Come to in Spokane, Washington. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere to listen to podcasts. You can find us by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Also, make sure to check out our social media. Our uh, Diesel Power Products TikTok is blowing up. We also do go live on our Instagram every Wednesday right around 5 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, come have a little, bit of, a little bit of chatter, a little bit of beer, talk with the boys, talk about this shit. Also, make sure to check out our Facebook group, America's Diesel Podcast dash the group. Uh, three questions you must answer again there. It is a spicy unit, so hide your kids, hide your wife, but lots of good people in there, lots of good information. Uh, Tyler, tell me about reviews with stickers that are probably never going to show up. No. Cool. First things first, um, <laughs> for those that are watching, Ben has a computer out. I just want you guys to know, a computer don't even freaking work. All right? <laughs> I've got an Excel He's sheet just sitting right there now. to look professional with a computer out, but it's actually not even working. You know the great thing about the computer? <laughs> It's got one of them stickers on it. Yeah, what the last? Uh, yeah, that sticker that uh, is on that computer <laughs> was supposed to be sent to one of you guys for sending in a five star review on any of the platforms that you listen to this podcast on. Screenshot that review and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure you include a picture of your truck and an address. And maybe I'll tell Ben to rip that sticker off his computer and send it to you. It might not stick the best. Um, there's sprays for that. Also, I think Mitch and, and uh, they're Keith start, are yeah, they're auctioning off some auctioning stickers. off a couple stickers. So maybe if you guys are they want really? Some, oh yeah, I've seen like the on posts, eBay. You no, know, on, the, on the Facebook group, I've seen the posts and I haven't commented on uh, them yet because I'm, I'm kind of waiting. Yeah, I got brought into an Instagram group that I have not even accepted yet. Is, for, it, is it the podcast group? Yeah, yeah, I'm in that. I was creeped. I know I saw you were in on it, but I, I still haven't. Uh, I don't think I accepted it yet, and I'm just creeping. I wouldn't. I'm just I'm just creeping, boys. It's about <laughs> it's about five or six of us, and, and I'll be honest, like you wouldn't do it. I really <laughs> don't want to be in there, but <laughs> every once in a while, there's input that I can well, give, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll chime in. You guys sent me that group, but then I got put into another group with this these chicks that said they're going to send send me things. <laughs> 
send me pictures. That's a scam. So, That's called a scam. No, I yeah. know. I obviously, but I was like, hey, look at this group, and then look at this group. Uh, <laughs> Next, he's going to join a group with a Nigerian princess. Yeah. Yeah. With a whole bunch of AI-generated tits and shit. Yeah. Hey, tits or tits, all right? Hey, man. Tits on a screen or tits on a screen, my friend? If it's got a nipple, you can milk it. Can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> I've got nipples. Movie reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, this week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So, this is our in house Fuel Bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae and it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. I want to talk about the um, one of the things I fixed on the red truck and then what people are seemingly offering me and all the damn scammers out there are trying to do their thing. But first things first, uh, what I fixed on the truck, uh, I did have an ABS light for those of you that are wondering about the OBS power soaks. They have an ABS module for the rear brakes, not the front. And the only way to it's like and it's OBD, OBD one. Um, even though it has an OBD2 port and you can read stuff on there, the ABS system is still like basically old school analog. Yes, Tyler? Does that truck have super fat boy suspension? <laughs> Did you see that thing I sent you? Are Do you, you know who... That's actually on a manufacturer's um, line card for like a attribute of the of the truck. Is it like heavier springs on the driver's side? I, I have no idea. I showed mm -hmm. Jesse it and I was like, you freaking Ford guys and your weird terminology was shit. Super fat Do you know what it was for? What? Brakes. Rotors. Yeah. That makes sense. Super fat boy suspension. But do you want to think it is? What? So newer, you know, F450s. Turning radius and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Or it was wide. Was it super wide or wide track fat boy suspension, whatever they called it? Oh, I can't it, remember exactly. Is it exactly. to get the, uh, like the, the super, super 60 on the front for the turning? I don't know. I'm 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 relying on very minimal information from this without having to call this manufacturer and yeah. ask them. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. So to get the um, there is a list of codes that the ABS module will tell you, and you disconnect the connector under the glove or under the uh, uh, glove box, ground it out, and then you go watch the light on the dash, and it goes blink, 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 and how many times it blinks? That's the code. You look up the code and what it is. Hey. <laughs> Um, so I looked up the code, and it was a very ominous code. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, I guess I might as well just start with the basics here. Um, and I basically found out, so I took the cap off, and and obviously basics would break stuff like, is the cap on? Yeah. Do you have fluid? Yeah. Is there a massive leak somewhere? So I started with the basics. And I've loved these brakes a whole bunch of times, because I obviously changed the axles. And uh, 
it seems to be stopping okay, but then I uh, still have an ABS light. And I still have a post. I didn't mention anything about the ABS light of the post, but I was like, I'll probably fix it before then. I just want to get it posted. So I go, okay. Um, so I pull the cap off and I notice that there's a slice on the rubber of the cap. So I'm like, okay, well, that, that maybe that's an issue. Uh, but there's also a, um, a little float inside the reservoir in the master cylinder that's supposed to go up and down very freely. Um, I kind of like looked at it and it seemed okay. And I kind of like pressed it with my finger and I went up and down a little bit and that was fine. So then I went, I grabbed a, uh, I was like, let's just rule the, the cap out. So I grabbed a cap off of my green truck, which is the same master cylinder, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'm all very similar and, uh, put that on the red truck, go to the truck on ABS lights off. I'm like, it's the cap. Oh shit. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming. Okay. So I, I then, you know, go to the auto parts store, just buy a new cap for it. Yeah. Put it on, start driving, ABS light comes back. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> um, but then I realized, oh, I did two things. This is why you always do one thing at a time. Because yeah. you literally want to eliminate variables one at a time. So I was like, oh, shit, I, I touched the float. Maybe the float's sticking again. So I like park, open the lid, you know, jiggle the float around a little bit, get in and start driving, ABS light goes off. I'm like, cool, I need a master cylinder. Right on. Master yeah. cylinder's like, what, 70 bucks? Yeah. Like that. So I grab master cylinder, uh, take it home, install it after work one night. And uh, I, the plugs that came with it were, they didn't come with a plug big enough for one of them, so I couldn't bench bleed it, at least all the way. But I was able to at least fill up the reservoir and let it leak all the way down until it comes out, so yeah. at least they were lubricated. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't plug all the holes, so I couldn't bench bleed it. So I was like, okay, and uh, and you guys are probably going to yell at me for doing this, but I was like, okay, I'll just do it in the truck, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll try and pump out the air in there. And knowing I'm going to go through a ton of brake fluid, so I got, you know, two extra Riley's bottles of Dot 3 or, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Literally, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, so I just started bleeding the living, pumping the living fuck out of it, bleeding. Oh, oh, I did also test vacuum. Um, So I tested vacuum from the vacuum pump, had easily 22, 25 inches there. Then I tested vacuum at the hose going to the power booster. Mm -hmm. Um, Plenty of vacuum there. Um, I did not check the actual valve, though, because they have a check valve, so it doesn't leak back. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't check the vacuum after the valve, and valves are only like $7. So I was like, I'll just get a valve to replace it anyways. Yeah. Um, and it, it was part of the issue. When I took the old valve out, you kind of can blow through it like one way and like see if it's supposed to blow or not, and, or air goes through it. And yeah. It, it, it did. Like, it was hindering the flow quite a bit. Yeah. Okay, well, I probably had an effect on it. Um, but yeah, so I went to bench bleed. It didn't work. Um, very well and so I put it in the truck and bladed them as best I could and basically had like the stiffest brake pedal known to man with no braking power <laughs> like okay. none at all yeah um, so I ended up buying a uh, a master cylinder brake bleeder kit like a doorman kit but it comes with a whole bunch of fittings and uh, plastic oh, yeah. fittings and yeah, you know, yeah so just to recycle it back in yep um, pumped it out freaking light went off making good the truck's got fucking prime brakes now yeah like this thing fucking stops you just made me uh, remember when I lost the brakes in the Suburban. Oh. That must have been fun. Dude, it was not. <laughs> it was probably the scariest time I've ever had going 15 miles an hour. Ah! Yeah. Like. <laughs> barely moving. <laughs> no, no, barely stopping. Yeah. Like, ah! it's, not, it's not stopping. But yeah, I had to do the same thing. I had to bench bleed it here. I had mm-hmm. to put a master cylinder. It was my master cylinder that was bad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was fun. But uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's all good now. I uh, also have the... And for those of you that get intermittent battery light on uh, OBS trucks, the uh, the hose that goes to the heater core 
from the thermostat housing. Um, it likes to rest on top of the alternator, mm-hmm. and uh, it will start grounding. The, the sensor on the alternator will ground out and give you a battery light even when you're charging. If you don't believe me, <laughs> look at your hose and see if it's resting on your alternator. If yeah. it is, grab a piece of wood and throw it underneath the hose and just go look at your dash. Oh my god, the battery light's off. Take that wood <laughs> out. Oh my god, the battery light's back on. <laughs> don't believe me? Fucking do it. Yeah. All you gotta do is just get that hose off of the alternator. So, you know, make a little metal bracket and isolate it with a piece of foam or something like that, or a piece yeah. of rub- another piece of rubber or something like that, and all of a sudden, bam! No battery light. Fixed. Fucking fixed. <laughs> yeah. With scrap. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now let's talk about what people have offered me for this fucking truck. <laughs> so, well, first, well, first things first. Have you had any legitimate, like a real person, nobody from Nigeria? Yes. Oh, you have? Yes. Um, so the, I posted it on like a Tuesday and that Thursday, I'm going to give you guys a couple of hints here of how to tell if it's a scammer. And I know a lot of people, if they sell stuff in Craigslist all the time, you'll If know they that. message you immediately after it's posted, like within five minutes, it's a scam. That's one. <laughs> this was not, this was like a day or two after. Oh. But, uh, and, and ironically, none of these scams happened, uh, until I posted on Craigslist. So thanks Craigslist. Um, but when you get people that basically will only mention a time to meet as in like tomorrow or the next day it's because they're in cambodia and they don't know the time difference they don't know the time difference <laughs> yeah, or what day time zone yeah what they're doing is they're just trying to keep the conversation going right and I, I mentioned that because i literally had one guy or i assume guy um sounded actually very real he was like hey i'm very interested in the truck um and his the first giveaway was his number was from uh ontario Mm-hmm. So Canada, but I mean we're in Spokane, not far. My number is well, down in California. We, well, we have there's, cell a ton, there's a ton of people that come down from Canada to exactly. buy rigs. So, so it wasn't, first off, I googled the area code. I was like, okay, that's not. I mean, okay, yeah. Um, and I googled the number and it didn't pop up as like spam or fraud or anything like that. Okay, you know, I'll, I'll play here. And uh, he's like, yeah, I just need to, uh, you know, check in with my wife and make sure that we can make it down there. Is you know what time works for you? Either uh, you know, like today or the next day, or no? He said in the next two days. Oh, okay. So I was like, cool, let me check. You know, I got to do the same. Hang tight. So I called my wife. Okay. So I messaged him back. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm free, you know, Friday after 6.30 or Saturday before 11. And then he's, he said uh, something along the lines of like, um, cool, do you have the, uh, the OCR report <laughs> or, the, or the OCR form for the truck? Um, I'm going to need that for, for when I buy it. And I'm thinking about OCR form. Yeah. I've literally never heard of that. But it's a Canadian number, so maybe it's like... Yeah, some weird Canadian... It's like on-road Canadian registration. I don't fucking know, right? Yeah. So I start Googling. I'm like, OCR report, nothing. OCR report Canada, nothing. OCR report automotive, nothing. Um, and then as I'm searching for this, he texts again. He says, uh, as far as time goes, do you have anything probably, you know, potentially like the next day? And I'm like... We're talking about two days already. The next day, like yeah. <laughs> the next day, it's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. That is the next day. Like yeah. I told you already. Yeah. Friday after six thirty, I'm sitting there thinking, like, yeah, you gave him two days. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 and I'm like, I start putting it together. I'm like, oh, this guy's a fucking fraud. Yeah. And I was like, I've never heard of an OCR form. And then he stopped texting me. Like, yeah. And I basically got about five more of those, and they will all ask. They will never give you a tomorrow, like. This like Friday at two right. or something like that, and they will all ask for some. They will all ask you to click on a link. Yeah. They will all ask you for a form that's an acronym you've never heard of, um, and they will all like just 
So I I started first off now when I get a, a, a text for something like that, I'll uh, first thing I do is I Google the uh, the area code. Yeah. And honestly, if or if it's just an area code I don't recognize. Right. I just immediately call them. Just immediately. I don't even text them. Immediately just call them. Yeah. And you will hear some of the I'll fucking call it right now. But you'll hear some like the the weirdest voicemail greetings you've ever heard in your life. It sounds official, but it's not. Um, let me pull one up. You should here. call me like, listen, we got your OCR report, and uh, we were going over it, and we see some inconsistencies here. Yeah. Did you pay your taxes? No. <laughs> um, yeah. One says it said OCR report. I had another one that said uh, VC report, and then I had one. Um, oh, is the vehicle posted on CL still available for sale? Please respond if yes with the last asking price. Signed Kevin H. I don't know who the fuck sends texts like that. Yeah, definitely not no Kevins. Yeah, but here, so then this is like this is what you, if they answer, it's gonna be great. But they won't. But this is like the the greeting. If of, they answer, let's go roll with it. One hundred percent. Extension one zero zero one is unavailable. Story, but the user's mailbox can't accept more messages. So that's one of them. <laughs> that one didn't even ring. Um, because one of them actually did ring. Let's see here. I don't know what time it is in Cambodia right now. This podcast has got more interesting. Live action. Live action. We're sorry. This person is not available right now. This person. Please leave a message after the beep. I have your TPS reports for the OCR. I was uh, wondering if you'd still like to make a purchase. I'd like uh, 9 million Nigerian coins sent to account number 69420. Uh, please and thank you. And uh, don't call this number until a transfer has been made or we'll, we'll find you. And don't contact police. And don't contact police. No police! <laughs> You bring to me! <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Maybe they'll call me back. I don't know. They call you back. That's going to be the most epic shit that's ever happened on here. Oh. <laughs> no police. <laughs> you bring to me? What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> that's what they say in the movies. <laughs> don't call the cops. Yeah. I swear, we've got your phones tapped. You've called the cops. <laughs> Deal almost, is over. I almost wanted to say, like, I'll find you and kill you. I was yeah. like, oh, they can sue me for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, go, just go straight up taken on yeah. him. Just Liam, what is it? Liam, Liam Nielsen? Nielsen? Yeah, yeah. straight up. You got a specific set of skills. Yeah. You're not going to like this. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know where you live. I know where you sleep. I know, I know where you work. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. That's all I got. And apparently, <laughs> affinity for OCR reports, VCOCR <laughs> reports. Anyways, VCOCR. Yeah, VCOCR reports. It's like, no, nah, you're talking about VCR reports, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've had. Uh, I've also had people message me because uh, one guy was like, "Is that truck lifted?" I'm like, "No, uh, because it's got a king, you know, sixty kingpin in the front. It's got F350 front springs, but F250 rear springs." 
Um, so it's level in the back for a 250, but level in the front for an F-350, but they sit higher as an F-350, so yes, that's why it's level stance. Uh, any other questions you have, man? Do you want to come take a look at it? No, I was just wondering how you set it up. <laughs> asshole. No, tell him, tell him about the guy that, like... I'm was... the brackets. I'm yes, get okay, thank God. So I had another guy reach out. This, this, now this is on Facebook. And he's like, hey, I was hoping you could help me out. I'm not looking to buy the truck. Okay, I appreciate him being upfront with it. I get that. He's like, I just bought those exact same steps and I have that exact same truck, but the guy I bought them from didn't give me any brackets. Is there any way that you could, you know, take some pictures of the brackets and how they're attached um, and send me some pictures? I was like, and thinking to myself, like, I'm literally going to be under there doing bleeding brakes after yeah. that. Yeah, I'll snap a couple of pictures. I can fucking help you out. Like, yeah, sure, dude. I'll snap a couple of pictures. That's fine. So I'm under there, uh, you know, bleeding brakes. And uh, I'm like, okay. You know, to my wife, I'm done. Don't need her anymore. And so I snap, I think, probably like 12 pictures. Like three of each uh, bracket. Yeah. Um, and I sent them to him. And I got like all different views and everything. And it's like daylight still. So then he responds with, would you mind taking a tape measure and measuring these exact things? Or if you happen to have like a micrometer or something like that. And I'm like, dude, if you're making these brackets, the pictures I gave you have three angles of each bracket. You got to figure that out, yeah. my friend. First of all, and also, these are iron cross steps, bro. Yeah. Go on their website. Look at the brackets. Like These are like Weston <laughs> yeah, chrome Weston, Nerf yeah. bars with the plastic inserts. They've been selling them since like 1975. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just just buy new ones, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just buy new ones. And I just or in fact, go to, go to a scrapyard that allows you to like walk around the back. Find another truck with freaking steps on it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, but I mean, even I kind of want to be like, yeah, you can like take all the pictures you want, just buy the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have people, a couple of people message like, you know, like, hey, nice truck. I'm like, cool, it's for sale. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Don't waste my time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then I had one guy uh, email me. Uh, he said, I don't know if you're looking for trades, but I have an 88 Toyota and a 2012 KTM 350. I was like, I like dirt bikes. Yeah. Like two it is. I mean, I was like, I didn't say no trades, but okay. You know, yeah. I'll fucking bite. And yeah. then he said it was some cash on top. I'm like, fuck, this Dude. might be kind of cool. Right, right. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, and then I read the email again. I was like, it just says 88 Toyota. I'm like, could be it's your cell. Could be a fucking van. Don't know. Yeah. I assume truck because he's got a dirt bike, but you never know. And then I went immediately to Ash's office about the KTM because he's a KTM guy. A dirt bike guy, but mostly KTM guy. And I was like, I was like, I, I don't know anything about like I know I I love watching Supercross, love watching motocross, love dirt bikes. Yeah. Like I, as far as ownership, I don't know shit. Yeah, and like, what's this worth? Don't yeah, know. what's it yeah. worth? Like, is it? Am I buying a six liter? Like, what the fuck's going on here? You know. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's he. I tell him the year, and he's like, What do you remember about Supercross in 2012? <laughs> Maybe 2011. I was like. Banger. It was a great time. I was Loved like, I, I don't remember any KTM. He's like, that's exactly why. The, the KTM didn't really start giving a fuck. They like went back and redesigned everything for basically 2012. Remember, that's when Dungey signed. I was like, that's fucking right. Dungey went to K Red Bull KTM was like all the fucking raids. Supercross 2012. I fully yeah, I fucking remember now. I thought that was Dungey and uh, Roxon, right? Uh, and Ruskin yeah. for a while. Yeah. Uh, all of them were on there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all oh, right. And he's like, so what you're doing is you're basically buying... He's like, and they haven't really changed a ton, like over the years and whatnot. They changed, but not like exact. Like, you're basically buying like the very first, like six liter, like the <laughs> the first one off the line. And keep in mind, 
dirt bikes don't age like trucks. Yeah. This thing's like 11 years old. Um, I guarantee you it's beat to fuck. Oh, yeah. It's beat to absolute shit. Yeah. And I was like, I know, but I don't have a dirt bike. It's <laughs> yeah, more yeah. than I have now. <laughs> right. If it starts and goes and goes. It like, goes from, from, like, like Jack. I mean, I'm kind of in. <laughs> yeah, right. you know? And then he's like, yeah. He's like, don't get me wrong. He's like, I would love for you to have a dirt bike. Let's go fucking ride. Like, yeah. I get that. But he goes, two things. One, um, if this breaks, you're going to ask me to fix it. Yeah. I was like, I'll pay you. He's like, yeah, I don't want to fix it though. It's four stroke. Fuck that thing. Yeah. I don't want a four stroke. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He goes, two, when that breaks, because I guarantee it's probably never been serviced. When that thing breaks, it's going to cost like basically how much a new bike costs now. <laughs> so if, if you're willing to accept that, just go buy buy my bike from me, yeah, which yeah. is one year old, yeah. and I'll go buy a new one. How about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, all right, point Fair taken. Enough. Thanks, yeah. Dad. <laughs> but then I got pictures of the truck. It's an 88 Toyota truck. Doesn't look bad. He showed doesn't me a picture. It doesn't look bad. It actually look looks kind of cool. It's got some rust on it. It's a single cab, three liter. Um, had the heads done. It's got almost 300,000 miles on it, but yeah. all the body is there. Yeah. Um, it's got the cool Toyota like stripe action going yeah, it's on. Yeah, red with the gold stripe. Got some rock crushers on there. And uh, he, he said, uh, yeah, the KTM, and the truck, and two grand. And I considered it. Yeah. And I'm like, the dirt bike's going to blow up any minute. Yeah. And do I, I would rather have a 22 RE in that truck. Right. Because I'd, I'd like a little gas zipper to kind of drive around. Yeah. You know, just for a little bit or sell or something. Oh, especially like a little four-wheel drive for like the wintertime and whatnot. Exactly. Like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Great little truck. Fantastic little truck. I, I wouldn't need it for very long, but it'd be nice to kind of put around on. Um. So like uh and also a resale value on trucks when they get that age like everybody wants a 22 because it's bulletproof nobody wants a 30 that's got heads on it <laughs> right like it's already got the heads <laughs> yeah. on it. i don't yeah want. and i'm pretty sure it's an automatic yeah and it's not and an it's like cab. hey dude why aren't you selling that yourself exactly uh yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so i decided to just kind of let that one fizzle out i'm, I'm gonna yeah. i i never responded to his his most recent email because i asked for more information and more pictures and he literally sent me like a drop of information <laughs> so i'm kind of like all right i'm not gonna pull teeth with this guy yeah like, it, I, I always enjoyed the when listing something the uh the trades as far as you know yeah what someone's able to i had a i can't what did i have for sale what did i what was i selling i he was a yeah, it was a vehicle. I don't remember what vehicle it was, but this guy wanted to trade me like three different, like three guns, mm-hmm. and I like almost did it. And he, uh, I, can't, I can't remember what the guns were even were. One was a rifle. Um, the other was a, uh, it was a pistol, but it was like a, it looked like something you'd uh, uh, pick up from a guy after you shot him on Grand Theft Auto. like like what what could do with this thing like it was it was it it looked like a like a tech nine or something like it was like what the hell like first of all where'd you get that (laughs) second of all i don't know if i trust you like like, i like guns i don't want that (laughs) yeah so i i I didn't do it and i'm kind of i'm glad i didn't because i ended up selling it for uh this thing called money yeah uh, which, which, which was honor, a lot more useful. Enough, you can buy guns with it. Yeah. The only trade that I've ever done was for my Matco toolbox. Mm-hmm. I traded for a motorcycle because I knew I could sell the motorcycle quicker right? True. than a toolbox. I agree. 
Yeah. So I was like, okay, that one makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I did that. That it was a KTM 525 EXE. I don't remember the year. Mm-hmm. It was a fun little bike. I rode it around for a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's the only trade that I did. And I, at the end of the day, I ended up getting like within a hundred dollars of what I wanted for the toolbox. So you, it, you know, it kind of worked out. And the, I had to pick it up in uh, shit, um, Wenatchee. Mm-hmm. And a pick, which was fine because that's when my mother-in-law was living in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, just and so we were, yeah. we, well, we were already going over there. So I was like, I'll load up the toolbox, pick up this bike and head over there. And I ended up riding the bike to the coast and we went to like a couple of restaurants and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was actually pretty fun. So nice. it ended up working out. And that, <laughs> another little side story, funny story. That's when we had Willis, our Basset Hound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And this is when he was super young, right? We're getting ready to... Uh, what were we doing? I think we were getting ready to leave to go to like another restaurant or something. And I was going to ride the bike, right? So like I had like this jacket on. I had my helmet on. And Willis gets out of my mother-in-law's house. Basset hounds aren't necessarily the fastest dog. But they're quick. But I swear to this yeah. day that Willis was the world's fastest basset hound. Like he was so fast. Like, it was incredible. He gets out of that freaking house, dude, and he just fucking bolts down the road. And I've got, like, my boots on. I've got my helmet on, jacket, and I'm trying to chase this freaking dog down the road. I end up taking my helmet off and throwing it at the dog. <laughs> he ends up in this, like, this, this house's backyard where they're, like, having a party. And here's Willis just hauling ass, and here's me after I pick up my helmet. <laughs> I'm, like, walking back there, like, God damn it, you little shit. <laughs> yeah side story (laughs) so as far as like the trades go i feel kind of weird offering the trade up to other people unless they specifically say open trades in their listings because yeah i i wouldn't mind trading it so for let's say like a much lower mileage super duty 7.3 that needs some work like right in, in a perfect world i would love to you know someone's like you know i took this on as a project don't really want anymore and it's like a 99 to 03 with like hopefully sub 200 and it like needs a high pressure oil pump injectors and a turbo and they're like they would and it's a manual yeah or something like that they would we want to swap it with me or right something like that um so i am scouring craigslist yeah to- tra- trades though are always hard because it's usually something that is not that desirable yeah. but is like eh, it's okay but it's you know it's just not yeah like there's, there's a reason. There's a reason they're asking to trade is because yeah. they either a can't sell it themselves or, or two, they just don't have any money and want to get rid of this car or whatever and get a truck or something. Yeah. And so and I yeah, didn't even ask a, the titles. For all I know, both of them like don't have titles. And yeah. Shit like that, so. Anyways. So. But yeah. So that's been my adventure so far. Selling it. We're gonna keep going and see what happens. As of now, the date is uh, July nineteenth. Uh, still has not sold, but uh, I did lower the price. I originally posted it for thirteen five. Dropped down twelve five. Um, if I gave it a week at thirteen five, I'm gonna give it another week at twelve five. If and then I'll drop it to eleven five. And Which is that what? You, that's what you were originally gonna put it for, wasn't it? Was like eleven something? Yeah, I I would love to get as close to ten as possible for it. Yeah, I honestly I don't see why not. I mean, it's a good looking truck. Um, for its age, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it's got some dings and dents and whatnot, but it's it's. You know, it's not a it's not a fifty footer. It's more like a no. like a fifteen footer. Yeah, and it, it, um, God, that, I need to take a video of it starting, but like, it's it starts up so good. 
like a freaking sewing machine, it's just so smooth good. and smooth and rattly, smooth and rattly, like 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 a bunch of just like really like highly efficient smooth rocks. Yeah, yeah, like a like a bag of marbles. Yeah, yeah, bag of marbles, but with like one piece of titanium instead of a box of rocks. It's a bag, it's a bag of, marbles. of marbles. Yeah, it's a yeah. bag of marbles. <laughs> All right, dudes, that's gonna wrap up this one. Great, appreciate all you guys tuning in. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.